as you're taking your seat, just touch somebody around you and say, you're leaving different, you're leaving different, you're leaving differently, you're leaving differently, you're leaving differently, leaving differently, leaving differently. Today is the final installment of our whole relationship series. Um, each time you walk into the lobby, I hope that you've seen it, uh, but there is a large, a large saying that's painted on that wall, we're not about religion, we're all about relationship. And today makes the sixth week that we have been talking about what this vertical relationship means, and what it looks like, as well as what this horizontal relationship means and what it looks like. And so when I say vertical, I'm meaning that how our relationship with God uh, should be in place. We probably could have spent a whole nother six weeks talking about that, 12 weeks, a year, even talking about our vertical relationships. As well, we could have spent another six weeks, 12 weeks, year, talking about horizontal relationships. Um, the whole purpose of this series was not to be exhaustive in what vertical relationship looks like, or what horizontal relationship looks like. The whole purpose of this series is so that you will never see the cross differently. That, that, that we are in vertical relationship. We can be in vertical relationship. We can be in relationship with God, the creator of the universe, because of the cross. And we can be in horizontal relationship with each other. The person to your right, the person to your left, the person in front or behind you, the person that you go home with. We can be in vertical relationship because of the cross. It's because of the cross and the intersection of what happens vertically and what happens horizontally that we are able and called to live the full life of what it means to be a Christian. And so today I want to I finish our final, in, uh, our final installment uh, on today. And I'm going to just do something a bit differently. And I'm going to postpone giving you the title of today's message, and you'll see why here in just one moment. Um, we're, we're all about religion. We're not about relationship. This is who our church is. We've come to this understanding um, by getting to church early, by staying at church late, I'm talking about my wife and I, by going over folks' homes and having dinner with people, by doing couples' events and watching even singles' events start, by Raising kids and raising other folks' kids and birthing spiritual children. And we, we, we found this out accidentally. We, we have found out that our church, that the church, I say our, not by any sense of ownership. Please, you can just check your Phariseeism at the door. Um, I, I would appreciate it. But, but our, our church, our church is about relationships. And and, and, and what we have come to understand is that the better and the more we do relationships, the better church we have. This isn't, this isn't just a, a pithy statement. We spent time crafting this statement, crafting the nuances that are found 
in this statement. This, this what you're seeing, uh, this version of this final uh, brand of what the mission of our church is, it has gone through a number of, of iterations. There, uh, we, we, we were changing small things until, until it became at least perfect for what we could see uh, in our eyes. In these past six weeks, we have spent uh, sharing values about what this vertical stuff does and how it affects the, the horizontal stuff. And, and these values have been packaged into, uh, uh, I'd like to think, uh, a neat, a neat, a neat sermon. That there, that there has been this, 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 this pretty bow. You know how when it's Christmas time and, and you go, I can't wrap gifts. And so whenever, whenever I have to give, whenever I'm giving a gift um, and I have it, I got to have it wrapped. I got to have my wife's gift wrapped. And, you know, it's, it's just so pretty. And, they, and you pick the paper, and they, they're professional gift wrappers. Um, and, and the company that I use is called Jordan Williams, Inc. Yeah. Yeah. My baby girl, she's, she's a professional gift wrapper. She likes doing it as well. She'll be available for Christmas. She'll be wrapping gifts starting at $5.95. Make your reservation today. She, she wraps gifts and, and she makes them oh so pretty. But, but, but typically what you put in the box, you, 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 you had to pay something for it. I mean, you know, you know some, look at her. Just look at her. She, she ain't cheap. She, she, she bad and bougie <laughs> in the good way. And, and some of the stuff I've put in the box, I mean, I had to save and scratch for it and, and tuck it away and do it out. You know, it, it, I had to fight with it. I had to, had to wrestle with the finances and start early and, you know, plan on, on doing it. Don't you get no ideas? Don't you get no ideas? My, my, my point is what gets put in this pretty package, it had an ugly process sometimes. Can, can I just tell you that relationships, this is the title of the sermon, by the way, relationships are messy. Uh, yeah, I tricked y'all. I, I, I tricked you. I tricked you because I waited to tell you that what you have committed to get into is messy. And actually, it's the mess that keeps people from wanting to engage in relationships at a deeper level. You know, because of what you've heard, because of what you've seen. I mean, just, let's just take the institution of marriage. Folk don't want to get married because they don't want to go through divorce. It's just something wrong about when you come to the altar thinking about how you're going to get out. Do I have a witness? I mean, and, and, and now society, our children, um, our children are making adjustments in how it is that they live. And, and I got to do my, I got to start off, you know, get my, my, get my money right. And I got to get my job and I got to get my degree, you know. And, and then when I get to be a 30, then I'll get married. Problem is that, that the one you might want to marry might, might, well, anyway. Um, so, so marriage... Marriage has, is going through this iteration because relationships are messy and we can just, we can just live together. I, I, somebody, somebody said, I, I don't have a dad. I, I don't know who my daddy is. And so, so they had to live a life 
They came out all right. They got a, they got a good paying job and got their degrees. And so now why do I need to be married? Because if mom did and there was that, that she, she did, I, I know. I, you see what I'm saying? Relationships can be messy. But can I tell you, if you don't have any mess in your relationship, you don't have anything authentic. Relationships can sometimes stink. Relationships will, will hurt your feelings sometimes. Relationships will make you want to quit. If you ain't ever wanted to quit in a relationship that you were called to, then you ain't been married. But don't, don't, ting. And can I just say that the kingdom of God is built on relationships. Some of the biggest blessings in which I've been able to partake in have been because of being on a kingdom assignment. The kingdom of God is built on relationships. See, to be in relationship, particularly a kingdom relationship, you have to be mature. You, you, you have to be in a place where you want to grow. Where you're not in it for the short term. But, but, but you, you understand that God is bringing this, perpen, this person, these people, this group of people, this family, this relationship into my life. To help in what I say I want, and that is to be mature. See, a lot of folk want to be mature, but they don't want to pay the price of being mature. Uh, this wasn't in my sermon, but um, last week my wife said, Did you see S3 and Ronnie? Uh, S3 is uh, Sam third in the back there, and uh, Ronnie's sitting here on the front. Gentlemen, if you just raise your hand. Um, I'm not going to put you on display. Yeah, raise your hand. Yeah. You in the army, right? Gentlemen, would you please raise your hand? Yeah, thank you, Ronnie. Okay. Right. Um, she said, did you see S3 and Ronnie? She said, they are swole. I thought they're like this. would love to look like that. But I ain't willing to do the work. S3, uh, Sam, Sam III, he showed up at Bander Brothers Boot Camp and so he got there a bit late, tad late after work and dinner was over and um, I'm greeting him, and he's smiling. Hey, Pastor. I said, man, why don't you go and run through those doors? You go straight to those doors, then the next double doors, that's the cafeteria. You can get something to eat. And he starts walking. He stopped. He said, oh, no, I brought my own food. You did what? <laughs> I don't know what he had, but, but, but I bet you it didn't taste good. 
Let me guess. Let me guess. It was probably like some steamed chicken. It wasn't even grilled. It, it just wasn't pink anymore. And he probably had some dry broccoli. Am I close? Asparagus. My fault. My fault. I would, I, I would love to look like that, but them two pieces of garlic bread with that spaghetti that me and Sam ate was good. I ain't willing to do the work. And some folks say, I want a good marriage. We started off 2018. It's time to build. This is the year to build. And folks say, I'm going to build my marriage. And I'm going to build my family. And I'm going to build my job. And I'm going to build my, I'm going to start my career. I'm going to get my thing up off the ground. And you in the same place. You still catching hell. You still giving hell. You still broke. You still don't like each other. Because you're not willing to put in the work. If you don't clap, I'm going to know I'm talking about you. We say we want what we're not willing to work for. So therefore, we don't grow. Can I contextualize this and put this in the frame of church on today? You will not grow in the body of Christ. If you're not in relationship with your brother, with your sister. Tim Keller, he's a, he's a preacher, he's a um, theologian. He, he said, made this quote, and Tim Keller, he, he, says, he says, people are messy, therefore relationships will be messy. Don't be surprised by messiness. That's simple, but that's sweet. People are messy. Therefore, relationships take people to have. So relationships are messy because it involves messy people. And can I just say, there's a difference in being messy and being messy. See, see, see some folk are low-key shade messy. They be throwing shade in their prayer. Father, help her. Help her keep her legs closed. That's some, some stuff just that, you know. Lord, help her with that too. See what I'm saying? But the fact that we're human, and as Job said, but a few days in full of trouble. Born in sin, shaped in iniquity. We're going to be messy. And if we're going to have relationship with the person you rode in the car with this morning or with the person that's sitting next to you or with the person that you serve with, it's going to be messy because people are messy. Therefore, relationships will be messy. So we don't need to be surprised by messiness. I wish I didn't have a a living example to give you. And I'll sanitize this one because I don't want to put the person, I, I, I want y'all to know who it is. The, so this, um, this past week, yeah, about week before last, I got this wonderful email from someone, part of our church. They're here today. They're here today. 
I got this wonderful email. Um, it included a Dropbox link. This person was um, watching the job place open up to them. And um, because they had been consistent in this particular area, uh, people were taking notice. And uh, as people were taking notice, it was the right people that were taking notice. And so their company was having this really big, this really big event. And they initially asked this person uh, to write a little something that would be similar to what they, uh, they had seen on their videos. And so closer it got, they changed their mind and they, they, they carved out some time in this major, in this major company. And, and they, they, they put this person on stage. And, and this person is now sending me the Dropbox link because this person was committed at the top of the year to build. And, and they had a hammer and they, they could see where God is going. And, and, and even though it doesn't look like the framework is being totally established in the area where they know they're going to end up, um, that they're seeing God assemble something else somewhere else because they can see that there's going to be a connection between where they are ultimately going to end up versus what God is doing now. And they say, Pastor, I'd just like for you to see this because I admire your preaching. I appreciate your cadence. I didn't know nobody was paying attention to, to my cadence. And, and, and so I saw, I saw the email. I was busy. I didn't know how long it was going to take. So I opened, I opened, the, I opened the email up. And then... When I saw that it was going to be a video, something else happened and I got diverted and I made, made the mental note, got to go back and watch that. If I don't write something down, it ain't going to get done or it's going to be real late when, when it finally gets done. And, and so I remember late, I got to go back and watch this. And so Tuesday came and we in Thursday and Friday and I, I, I need to stop now. And, and, and do this. I need to, need to reply back. I, I, I got to Monday. This past week, I said, look, man, I'm, I'm sorry. I messed up. I, I, got, I got the email. And about 300 emails came on top of that one. And I didn't write it down. I said, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I messed up. I said, I, I dropped the ball bad, badly on this one. I, I it's all right, Pastor. It's all, it's all right, Pastor. I know you're busy. I know you're busy. Boy, it would have been nice to have done it right. It would have been nice to have received that email, read it, replied, celebrated in the heavenlies, and let them know that I got it. But, but when that happened, I was met with grace. Oh, Pastor, I know you. We good. It's going to be all right. I, I, I said, man, I, I thank you. I th or woman. So I, I, I really appreciate it. So I'm going to watch it right now. That's messy. That's messy. I'm glad I got a reputation. 
of following through. Now, 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 what if I hadn't doubled back? What if I hadn't owned my junk? Two things could have happened. Two, two things could have happened. The person could have got real salty. I know preachers, they, they, all they do is talk about relationships. Have you test somebody? Did you meet somebody? Go get your number, phone number. And here they are, I'm trying to reach out, trying to have relations. This person never asked me for anything. They never asked me to pray for them. They never asked me to, they never asked for nothing. But they're going to be here, they're solid. And here I am, the one opportunity I have to recognize an accomplishment in their life, and I dropped the ball. Can I tell you that relationships are messy? And even the preacher. Is messy because people are messy and to be in relationship is to experience some mess so don't be surprised when it gets messy see God is gonna start calling you oh by the way can I tell you I ain't got a lot of scripture today but I got a, I got a lot of word for you if by chance you're a visitor and you're wondering if I've stopped preaching and gone to motivating and self-motivation, what's that mess called that they substitute? Um, most pulpits are moving towards inspirational preaching. And, oh, you, can't, you can't preach without talking about the cross. So, in case you're wondering, oh, he didn't use no Bible. You got one, two options. You can go listen to last week's sermon. Chicken and rice. There my folk are. There my folk are. Rice and chicken. Or you come back next week. But this week, like chill. I'm, I'm giving you what I got. Can, can, I, can I just tell you this? That when you move into a deeper level of relationship, everybody can't handle you. Somebody said, um, somebody said, you're the same out of the pulpit as you are in the pulpit. Yeah, that's why some folk don't come to the church because they can't handle okay. me. This me. Okay. This me. What you see is what you get. And sometimes when you want to develop relationship, folk can't handle the authentic you because you have mastered faking it. You, you've, you, you, you've mastered what a Christian looks like. You've mastered the speech. And so now you get in a relationship with somebody and they didn't hear the sermon on cussing. And they just fire off a whole bunch of them and just 
They still, they still being delivered and healed in their tongue. So, 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 so now you, you, you push them back like. But can I tell you, sometimes folk cannot only not handle your flesh, they cannot handle your anointing. It's really about you just being human. Tim Keller had a quote, but, but this is my quote right here. I, I came up with this one. Um, Don't trip over people that leave your life. I picked that picture too. I'm like, I'm serious about this one. I had one while I was smiling. I'm like, no, they need to know I'm for real about this one. So I got that eyebrow bent, you know. I'm, I'm, my eyes are like balls of fire. I'm looking at you. I want you to get this one. Why? Look, look, look what I said. Don't trip over people that leave your life. I ain't telling you what I read. I'm telling you what I know. Anybody here ever just wigged out because they don't love me? They don't leave. He married somebody else and she, oh God, they done went to the other church. Go on. If you can't handle this, go on. There's the door. It has an exit sign over the front of it. Just go on. I, I used to think that something was wrong with me when folk would leave. But the truth is they ain't just ready for me. Oh, I wish I had a witness. I hate to tell you this, but everybody can't handle you. Everybody can't handle where you're going. Everybody can't handle your truth. Everybody cannot handle your story. So when you leave, you need to give them a good George Jefferson. Made a good... The doorknob hits you where the good Lord... Just go on. I'm cool. I'm good. But you can't give folk the benediction if you're not good with yourself. Uh, am I preaching? Don't trip over people that leave your life. It simply means they were a part of your past and don't belong in your future. Hey, Shando. We made memories. We ain't making memories. It was good while I lasted, but you holding up somebody's place. Uh, critical, and I'm, I just got to give you, I just got to give you um, just some, some high-level stuff. Um, if y'all get this today, if you really get it, Every relationship you have will be affected and blessed by the simple understanding that relationships are messy. Well, the, the, these next few points I'm about to give you cannot be done in the natural. What I'm about to tell you that's going to strengthen your relationships, strengthen your marriages... Whatever kind of relationship it is that you're in, you can't do it on your own. Because mess plus mess equals big mess. 
No. Mess plus mess equals, what's that emoji with the little squirrel on it and the eyes? Mess. Some of y'all are slow, I tell you. Slow. You, you, you got to expect a mess. Warning, warning, here it is, here it is. Watch, warning, look, I got something I got to tell you. I got something I got to tell you. You got to catch this one. This is going to be big. This is going to help you. When it comes down to getting in this thing called relationships right, I want to give you your safety net. Here it is. You got to trust up first. Then trust out. I thought I would have got a better amen in that, but that's all right. Y'all just added an extra five minutes. Okay, all right. Never forget when we first got married. Um, no kids, we married, you know, we just trying to adjust. And, and please don't give up on your marriage. Th- those of you all who just getting started, about to get started, you know, got marriage on the horizon. Um, don't give up on your marriage ever, but particularly don't do it in the first two years. Y'all still got that new-new on you. You, you, still, you still got that new new on you. Uh, we first got married. Um, I knew she was fine. <laughs> knew she was pretty. I, I liked her personality. Liked how she, how she carried herself, make all, all that kind of stuff. But I didn't know what it was like to live with her. See, I know, I know where y'all think I'm going. I know where y'all... Hey, stop that. I'm, I'm, I know y'all think... Y'all, I know y'all think where I'm going. I'm not talking about that thing she put on her hair. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about how she walk in the bathroom one way, come out the bathroom. I'm not talking about that right there. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. Boy, if she were up here, she could preach this sermon too. I was a booger bear. I like the toilet tissue go over the top. Don't come under the, under the bottom. Top. She was bottom. I was top. I won the battle. I don't know what I had to give up for. It. I sleep with the TV on. She sleep with the TV off. So I'm trying to get used to her. Hey, hey look, I'm trying to go to sleep. She's like, I'm trying to go to sleep. Well, well you go sleep another room? No, this is my bed. I'm, I'm, I'm sleeping this. I'm, I mean, you know, that, that, first, that, first, that first little bit. And then I, I say something, I heard her, and she fired back one at me. And then we sit on both sides of the bed like this, and we newly wed. And my testosterone level's up here. I've been waiting and trying to do it right. And she's sitting over there looking like that. I, I mean, I'm trying to work it out. I'm trying to work it out. Trying to get it right. Trying, trying to get it right. And so we went to our counselor. And so she said, he won't do such and such. I said, she keep doing such and such. 
And she said, but he, I told him this. And I said, but that's because I told you this. She said, but I never would if he you. I said, but you, you, because you told me that I use a big word, bifurcation, and that means... It was a, our counselor said, Jay, Jay. Her name is Alicia. Let the church say, Alicia. Alicia. It's not Alicia. Her name is Alicia. Say it again. Alicia. So our counselor, I'd known him my whole life. So we, we go in and he goes, Jay, Alicia. <laughs> the problem is. You're trusting each other first. I want you to catch this. I want you to catch this. Catch this now. This is y'all's first session. Catch this. You've got to trust up first and then out. How many folk in here have messed up because you've been trusting your wife? You thought your kid, she thought Jordan would be calling her, that she have time for her in college. Jordan is gone. She's doing line dancing up in Nashville, everything else. I'm like, girl, you know you black. Every time you look in the mirror, you see them little kinks up there? That means you black, girl. What's all this? All this, all this you know. Real. That's the Williams come out right there, them little kinks. She, she thought Jordan was going, you know, at least have 45 minutes a day to talk to her, tell her how her day went. Till Jordan said, Mom, I'm busy. I got somewhere to go. She said, oh. I looked at her I said, baby, you got to trust up. Y'all understand what I'm saying, don't you? You can't trust out. Your boss keep talking about you going to advance. He got another opportunity for you. More is coming. And you putting your, your faith in him. You, you ain't even got the raise, but you done put your name on a new car. Shoot, let me ask you something. When that company started experiencing, your department started experiencing issues. Who you think they're going to come looking for? Who you think they're going to let go down? They're going to give you this little two, three, four-month severance package, if that, and then tell you, I'll holler at you late. I'll write your reference letter. God, why are you leaving? Why you do this before they get a bill? I'm building my career. Because you trust an out first. I, I, I really could stop here. We, we, I really ain't got to give y'all the points, the, re, the rest of the points of wisdom. Because everything will change if you start trusting up first. Then out. So when I let her down, her daddy got her back. When, 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 when I don't call you back or when I don't reply to your email. You, you ain't like, well, he don't love me, and the priest said, and all this other kind of stuff. You trust up, then out. Your kids don't act like the way you want them to act. I can leave them in God's hand, because I'm trusted up, and then I'm trusting out. 
You want to walk away from me because of my stance on values and holiness and the kingdom or whatever? That's fine. I'm trusting up. Yeah, I'm trusting out. Is, is, this, is this beneficial? I mean, it's, if you get that one, put my red line, put my, put my, put my thing back up, put the red light up, put the red light up. Now they understand why it's up there. Warning, warning. You got to trust up. Then you trust out. Okay, you can take it off. See, here's the thing. Because if it doesn't go the way you want it to go, then you can blame it on providential. Well, this fresh revelation right here. I think I'm, I think I hit a spot. I think I hit a spot. See, when, when they don't act like what you think they ought to act, then you, it's easy to say, well, God, what you want me to learn from this? Y'all, 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 not ready for, y'all not ready to grow. Because you see, I've learned that when I hit a place of pain, that God is using my pain to grow a muscle. When you start working out, the whole point is to tear the muscle fiber. And when the muscle fiber begins to heal, it heals back, but it heals back bigger. And so the way you know the workout was a good workout when you're trying to grow muscle is that you hurt a little bit. But then after you start hurting a little bit, you, get, you start to like to hurt. Because when you start seeing the change, when you start getting on swole, you understand the work you've been putting in, W-E-R-K, the work you've been putting in, that the pain is starting to make me look a little different. And when God sends pain in relationships in your life, God is trying to grow a muscle. God is trying to tell you, I got to break you down right here so I can strengthen you right here. Problem is, we're allergic to pain. We don't want to grow. Had the privilege of celebrating with a couple that just bought a house, got a new house. But all oh, that marriage was towed up. Do you hear me? It was messed up. They didn't like each other. They didn't want each other. They done made a mistake. And he do this. But he didn't tell you this. And she do this. And this said never. But thank God they didn't give up. So after God took them through a season of pain. Well, them jokers got it together now. <laughs> oh, then they got the new room right. They got, getting, getting ready for God to expand territory. They got googly eyes in, in each other. I, I got to go. This, this y'all, about lock, y'all got that look on your, on your face. Y'all know the look, right? <laughs> Marriage is the best it's been, but they had to go through the pain. I don't care what you think about Donald Trump, but he, 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 he said something that if we can hear in the spirit, we, we, we can do something with it. He said, let's make America great again. No, no, but thank you for that. We're going to make the church great again. I'm talking about not, not the church. 
talking about the body of Christ. We, we're going to start loving each other right. We, we're going to start working this thing out. We, we, we're going to start dealing with some stuff. We're going to start expecting relationships. We're going to make the church great again. The enemy wants us to live in this silo. We were having dinner last night as a family. My wife said, look at her. I look, she's she been on her phone the whole time. She's still there on a date. I ain't seen no ring on her finger. She had all this out. She had a lot, too. I mean, it's, it's just, he like this. She like this. Where do you think that relationship going to go? No, it's going somewhere. Straight to the bedroom. She knew what she was doing when she put it on. And dress provocatively. Then a man said, Ooh, hey, shouty, why are you looking at me like that? Because your nipples are hanging up out up underneath you. You don't got no bra. That's why I'm looking at you. Y'all, see, y'all don't want to say it, but y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't mean a dog, because you acting like a cat. Oh, God, help me. Help me. I, this is who I am. This, same in the pulpit. Same out the pulpit. I'm sorry. My fault. I'm, I'm way out of time. Um, oh, oh, open. Um, let me see. How are we going to do this? Okay. The church.life. The church info.life. Churchinfo.life. If you go to the churchinfo.life, it should be the very last card that's there. On your iPad, your cell phone, whatever it is. Um, go to the churchinfo.life, and at the very end, there's a card that says August 26th, and you see, you see that behind the little uh, color gradation. They're all the points I had planned to talk about uh, 40 minutes ago. Now, I did, I, we, we had the card designed and built because there's a, there's a link there. There's an article there. Don't click it. Don't click it yet. But I just want to read to you so, so y'all ain't got, this is how y'all take pictures. This is how y'all take, how y'all take notes. You're holding your phone up. Click. Point two. Click. You got all your points. All right there. Let me go fast. Let me go fast. Here's the first thing. When you get in relationships, here's a principle that you're going to need in every relationship, in this church, in your house, on the job. Here's what you'll need. Whenever somebody starts tripping, don't take it personal. Yeah. Don't, don't take nothing personal. Why you can't talk in the morning? This is when I was young and dumb. I get up and hey, now you and you sleep with. Let me tell you about dreaming. Dream, I was a prophetic dream, and the Lord was there in my dream. I said, me. You know, I'm talking, and she looked at me like this. She said, Jasper. She don't call me Pastor at home, Miss Jasper. Jasper, I, I, I just can't. I just can't. 
When I was younger, I just got healed from this one. I just got delivered mm, about four weeks ago. When, I used to take it personal. You don't want to experience the anointing I had in my dream? Can I interpret you? See, look at that. I had to learn that she just woke up. I had to learn not to take it. It's how she's built. That's my right to live right there. Y'all better quit talking about your right to die and you cash an insurance policy. That's my right to live. Right, she gonna be with me. Wrong, she gonna be with me. She gonna tell me to get right, but she gonna be with me. She gonna help me get right. So you know, the closer you are to folk, because you got stuff. They done bumped your stuff. I had to learn, don't take it personally. Somebody was trying to put some on, on, online, and they said, um, Pastor Jasper does the absolute best he can to teach the word. And I'm like, whoa, 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 they were trying to be complimentary. Well, I, I had to, I had to like put it in a different key and reread it. But I can't take stuff personally. Y'all messy. You're full of mess. All yes, all yes. You're full of mess. I'm full of mess. I gotta learn. That when you don't do what I think you ought to do, or what you should do, or you're trying to be, whatever, just don't take it personal. But it's got to go the other way. You can't take what I do personally. All right, I get, I get to the next one. Here's the next one. Be willing to discuss what's wrong. Is, it, is the mic on? Check one, check two, check A lot of us want to say who did something wrong, but we don't want to talk about it. Will you just touch your neighbor and say, would you please just grow up, grow up, grow up, grow up. Tell your other neighbor, use your words. You know, that's what they say in kindergarten. Use your words. Percival, we need to talk. Hey, Percival. Hey, buddy. When can we talk? When, when, when can we sit down? Because the only way relationships grow is when you grow. Here, here, here's the next one. I, I had scripture for that one, but, you know, I'm just going to. Here's the next one. Fight for what's worth fighting for. Can we quit fighting about what Netflix movie we gonna watch? So, Sometimes you just need to... It's a movie I've been wanting to see. Actually, it's two movies I've been wanting to see. You know, just having to kind of get a new rhythm, 
Jordan not here, quad and all of the other kind of stuff. And so um, last Sunday, went to the movies. Drank a cup of coffee, drank a five hour, then I got a Nas. Because <laughs> I'm taking my baby to move. She wanted to see a girl flick. No shooting. No fighting. You, you'd think I'd like sanctified movies, but it was, it was a girl flick. I didn't want to see the movie. Now, see, I wouldn't eat none of them, none of them, none of them coffee, five, and I wouldn't eat none of them. So if we just could have gone to see the movie I wanted to go see. <laughs> I'd have stayed awake. I've been what? I would have stayed awake. She said, honey, I really want to see this movie. I said, yes. Yes. I'm, I'm teaching y'all something. I'm teaching y'all. Y'all knew the I'm teaching y'all something. She ain't worth fighting for. I went and took all, everything I could have. If I, if I could have took one more thing, stimulant, to stay awake, <laughs> I took that. You know when you sit in the movies and you really don't want to see it? You know, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep. And my wife don't talk in movies, but, but she'll, she'll, like, she'll like emphasize. So she say, what you think? I, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she knows she catch you go. <laughs> I, that's why I should have just got up, go and get a drink or something. But this Nas going to kick in. This one did it. This one did it. This did I see it. <laughs> Am I lying? Am I lying? Y'all know what I'm talking about. You get a one night in. You just, don't close up one minute. <laughs> she didn't say nothing, no. She didn't say nothing. No, she didn't catch me. She didn't hear it. She didn't hear it. That was, I, I, I only heard it. She ain't sitting next to me. She, she in the movie. So about 10 minutes go by. I'm up now because I'm scared, right? So she kept talking to me. And, and fellas, that's how you know you're all right with them. Hey, that's how you know you're all right with them. Because when they keep talking to you, I'm like, okay, all right. She, she, she really, she really did. We lead a movie. I'm chatting. And she's like, she said, she said mm-hmm, yep. Well, we're going to get quiet. You know, I know you went to sleep, right? Here it is, here it is. She didn't get mad. She didn't. You, all I wanted to do was see one girl movie. You don't love me. Because, put, 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 put my point back up. Put, put my point back up. You fight for what's worth. We had other plans. 
to the next point. Here, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Put the next one up. You got to be quick to give grace. She gave me grace. She, she realized that if she shut down, this ain't going to go good. She realized I got to fight for what's worth fighting for, but I got to be quick to give grace. And how many of us want grace but don't give grace? We want our husband to, we want our wife to, but when it's our turn, Well, this could be put in any context, not just marriage, but parental, boss work, whatever it is. You have to, you have to be quick to give grace. Just write this one down. Matter of fact, I'm going to put it up here. I'm way over my time, y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm finished. I'm going to give you one, one. I got one more point, and I'm going to give you a resource. Um, but go to Colossians chapter 3, verse 12. Just throw it up on the screen. Colossians chapter 3. Verse 12, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness. You're like, wait, is he talking about me? Yeah, he's got you in the, in the front. He says, as the elect of God. In other words, whoever he picked. As the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering. Look what verse 13 says. Bearing with one another. You know what that word means? It means putting up with each other. Putting up with each other and forgiving one another. Are you holding grudges? If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, there we go. That's how you deal with it. That's how you deal with it, right? As Christ forgave you. You got to do the same thing. You got to be quick to give grace. And you can't give grace holding a grudge. Verse 14. But of all these things put on love, which is the bond of perfection. I wonder what our church would look like if we Start giving grace. I wonder what the body of Christ, what the institution of the church would look like. Churches wouldn't split. Pastors wouldn't get locked out. Oh, yeah, that happens. No, no court injunctions. Got a friend of mine just got over that. If we were quick to give grace. Um, here, here's my final point, and then I'm going to give you this article. You want to look for opportunities to strengthen what's weak. At the churchinfo.life, and you look on that card, all my points are there. You want to look for opportunities to strengthen what's weak. You cannot know that something is weak and you keep ignoring it. There's a little plumbing issue that's going on around here. And uh, we got to get this thing fixed today. Got to get it fixed today. My, my wife sent me a text. She said, don't flush the toilet. Because if I, if I flush it, like, okay, okay it's going to mess up. 
we all going to have to leave because it's a plumbing issue. You cannot know that there's a problem in a relationship that you have with somebody and just say, oh, we're going to pray about it. We're going to what? We're going to pray and work. Hey, get your behind up and get some counseling somewhere. Go talk to somebody about something. I Woe to the family that's here and you know you got a problem. That's how we raise wayward children. The preacher that I know of, wife left him after 19, 18, 19 years of marriage. When and married a woman, like immediately, because there had been a problem that they didn't strengthen. And the problem really wasn't her sexuality. The problem was something else. So you can't see what you're about to experience, but you know there's a problem. Can you guys put up my website? Here's, here's a really good ad. Y'all can do it? Yes, okay, perfect. Make your relationships a top priority. It's 25 things. I think it's called 25 things uh, to, to, strengthen your, to strengthen your relationships. Go to the next one. Make your relationships a top priority. Yeah, yeah, like number two. Yep, except that disappointment will happen in every relationship. Next one. Don't make derogatory comments, insults, or belittling. How many of us do that when we get upset? That's why your mama said, oh, God. Oh, please. That's World War III. Next one. Don't stonewall. Can I tell you that's not how you, that's not how you fix stuff? Give me the next one. Give me the next one. Don't play the blame game. My, my, my son, you know, Quad has spent the whole summer good at, good at lacrosse, spent the whole summer um, just playing Fortnite and watching YouTubes. Now I made him make some money. And you're going to sit your behind up here, be a grown man, and I know how to take care of yourself. Like I did. I'm not going to give you everything. No, we're going to start now. Damn, how am I doing? You see them two hands you got? Yes. You got a head on your, on your shoulder? Yes. We're going to figure it out. So he's, he's uh, getting ready to play lacrosse, and his mom's like, you know, okay, so you need to be watching some YouTube videos. You need to ask somebody about getting you some lessons. So he gets in the game, and he starts playing the game, and he doesn't have a good game. He goes, but, but you see, you see the other goalie, when, when they were running down the field, uh-uh, it, it's your fault. But, but dad, but dad. When I stepped left, he bounced it. And if you had, if you told me who to pay to get your coaching, you'd been known how to what to do. Did he try another one? But, but, but mom said when I, oh! Quit blaming other folk for your stuff! Amen. Amen. Let me not insult y'all. Everybody stand up. Everybody stand up. 